Podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy there, daylight burners. Happy Monday. Hope you all had a good weekend. Uh, hope you haven't been having too much fun without me. Been uh, out of town for a little bit, but. Here's an episode that I did uh, right before I left uh, with uh, Reagan O'Donnell. She is a uh, an aide down at the Colorado State Capitol. Uh, she ran into my dad down there when he was uh, testifying and for a water commission deal. And uh, yeah, she's also a, a fellow CSU alum, so it was a good conversation. I enjoyed visiting with her, and I think you'll like it. So. Uh, without further ado, here's uh, Miss Reagan O'Donnell. Reagan, I, like I saw, I saw a picture, one of your pictures on Instagram. You had a Reagan Bush, so I assumed uh, it's pronounced Reagan and not Regan. You are correct. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that tells a lot about about how you grew up, and uh, <laughs> and that that's my kind of people. So um, yeah, I, I feel like we we've got a a, a lot in common. But anyway, I. I I think it was the CSU thing uh, that like there, there's certain people that you, you know how it is with, with social media and, and particularly like Instagram. Cause it's not like Facebook's more of your like people that you grew up with where like <laughs> Instagram's not quite so much that. For um, sure. um, so like there's certain people that, that like stick out to you that, you know, that, that either follow or you follow. And, and I think yours was the, the CSU uh connection and uh <clears throat> i um i don't know anyway but then then my dad told me here 
the other day. He's like, uh, I met somebody from uh, that listens to the podcast, and she. He's like, I think, I think she works for for so and so, and I forget who he's. He's always telling me about <laughs> different people at the at the Capitol, and and I was like, huh. And so then, then yeah, I, 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 but like just because of that, like some something because you uh did you go to law school or were considering law school or something like that i just got accepted yesterday so nice where at <laughs> yeah. north dakota nice dakota yeah. eh so you oh, to, it's, a, it's up by the border to, too it's way up there by the border don't you know you're gonna have to uh, <laughs> relearn how to say road yes <laughs> well congratulations that's awesome i i'm not sure whether to be really happy or uh like uh be like di- really disappointed when i have to hate you later on in life because like <laughs> lawyers like you, like you want them they're they're absolutely necessary but gosh some of the worst people on earth are lawyers and yeah. uh so like i don't know uh i i think i think you got a good head on your shoulders so we'll uh like good luck though like that that's a that is a swamp that you're about to step into yeah, I'm a little nervous, you know, but. <laughs> so uh, you, you grew up in, in Johnstown? Yep, technically Milliken. Milliken, um, yeah. In that, area. Yeah, and, and so, and you, um, so you, you were, I guess you were probably like, um, like junior high, like just starting junior high when I was just starting college. Um, and that was like my my first uh, presidential election was uh, it was George W. and uh, John Kerry in '04, and yeah. and back back in those days, Colorado was very much a swing state, but it was a very red leaning swing state. And uh, and now I I don't know if you can like it, it's like a very reluctant blue state <laughs> is is about how I can. Uh, classify like it, it it's very basically it's blue but the the people that don't live on the front range or aspen or, or something like that are very vocal about they're not blue and uh yeah <laughs> it's it's funny how you can have a blue state but also lauren bobert as a <laughs> as oh a gosh. representative i know what, what's what's your thoughts on her um, well, I'm a little jaded because I work for Senator Forum mm-hmm. <laughs> and Representative Catlin from Montrose. So like when she was first running, um, just kind of like the rumors that I was hearing, just like kind of her campaign style, I didn't really like. Um, but I did like her. I was like, heck yeah, like vocal, cute gal, very pro gun. Like that's something we need. Um, and she's, I was happy she's in the running for hottest congresswoman uh oh, for yeah. sure like for um sure. like uh i'd say like head to head like just right off the top of my head it's got to be like bobert aoc like for the for the hotties like the young hotties <laughs> of congress you know yep yeah and they couldn't be more like similar yet polar opposites you know right i like <laughs> aoc is so much like trump it's not even funny uh but like just like also but also like couldn't be any uh any further apart but like like the mannerisms and shit it's weird how i don't know i I don't know those (laughs) like those those characters in 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 general are they're they're uh 
that'll be a case study for for history way down the line like (laughs) somebody 50 years from now can be like let's let's look into all of these characters and like what made (laughs) them so like i don't know about popular but at least so visible to the you know i don't know what what it about about those people that are i don't know it it, it'll be interesting that'll be for for years down the line but um yeah so you graduated uh, from CSU. You, you went the ag school route, and um, what? How how, uh, how how was your CSU experience? Um, <laughs> it was it was interesting. So I, for reference, um, was like the last freshman class to have like animal science one hundred and one in like the stock pavilion. You know. Okay. Yep, because they, so I, when I was, uh, my first semester was fall 15. Mm. And so I was like, okay, cool, that, that's a bummer. But they, they dumped, JBS dumped a ton of money into the animal science building. Like a shitload of money. And it's yeah. nice. And we're, we're gonna, I, I titled this episode In the Weeds because I, I, like, I thought, I was thinking it was more gonna be on the politics side, but like, we can also go in the weeds <laughs> on CSU as well. Yes. Um, and, and, uh, and so for people that, uh, that aren't, uh, privy to the, the CSU lifestyle, well, fuck off. It's, this is not your episode. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, yeah, the pavilion, like, cause that, that's no longer there, right? Like, that, that, no. Yeah, yeah. It's so they knocked that down. I mean, we basically Christmas break that year. And I want to say it's like the chemistry building mm. or something. I was on campus like Friday and I was like, wow, like I haven't been gone that long and it's like so different still. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I think it's an add on to like the chemistry building. Huh. Um, Weird. But what I think is so funny is since I was at CSU for so long, when I was on the seed stock team, like the day of our bowl sale, was when it was the grand opening of the new addition on the animal science building mm-hmm. and the protesters and the students were like, I can't believe you're slaughtering animals on campus. And I'm like, we've been doing it like for forever. What are you talking about? So, so is this big influx of money also brought all the attention to uh, that's yeah, because that the, the meat lab has been one of like the, the shining uh, like stars of the the ag college for quite some time like the yeah. like not not only like the livestock judging team has has its moments but the the meat judging team is always like like top tier and uh yeah i don't know that that's that's funny that all of a sudden they they uh they brought attention to it but i yeah. i i always wondered how that <laughs> sat with some of the big uh ag donors that um jbs got involved because they're i don't know i i don't it's uh but i guess it's all monfort you know that that jbs is uh you know used to be monfort so that's i mean it kind of makes sense that they uh i don't know i just it always makes me wonder how how some of those how it sits um having a bunch of brazilians like kind (laughs) of kind of infiltrating the the system uh for especially for some of the like the old school ag boosters. I, I I wonder. Yeah, for sure. And I think I, it's hard to gauge. So I was, I was super involved with like student life 
And so, um, like helped out with like ag day. I was part of Sigma alpha, which was the ag sorority. Yeah. And we were always doing stuff. And like, I think, what would that have been? 2019's ag day was a little smaller than like previous years. Um, but I mean, it's hard to tell because Nutrien also just gave so much money to the new Shepherdson building too. Oh, really? So, yeah. So Nutrien, Nutrien has dumped a ton of money into the College of Ag. They got like the Ag Day naming rights. They donated a ton of scholarship money. Huh. And then they, they have naming rights to the new building too. So instead of Shepherdson, it's like the Nutrien Ag Science building or something. Mm, I don't like that. Yeah, it's a don't, little don't like that at all. Yeah, a little sketchy, uh, but <laughs> Shepherdson Shepherdson was uh, where the computer lab was for the Ag College, and uh, I don't know what it was about um, about the Ag College in particular, but like you got a shitload of print credits, like for what <laughs> for whatever reason, like way more print credits than than you would need. And that is how I went on my uh, man bear pig uh, campaign. <laughs> I, I printed off 150 color copies of my roommate dressed as man bear pig and like, like a whole flyer. And I set up a fake email account and everything for it. And not one email. <laughs> I was I was really, really bummed about that. But that's uh, great. <laughs> yeah, that all came from Shepherdson. Shepherdson, uh, Shepherdson Hall on second floor was that uh, was that computer uh well there's two different computer labs but like the general one was uh at the end of the hall on on second floor (laughs) i think i had my new member ed classes in there oh really yeah (laughs) um did you have to take uh like your standard computer classes uh when like uh oh like microsoft office and um like it was all I, i think that Maybe that was my freshman sophomore year when we had to do like the general computer classes. And that's when I I like started to get the impression that maybe college was kind of a scam (laughs) because (laughs) we would show up to the computer lab and then they would just like go to this website and watch this video. And like that was your computer class. (laughs) You know, like you'd you'd say it was just like it was it was all online before before you know online classes were were cool. Yeah. And uh I was like, hmm, this class is you know, and then like especially later on, I was like, that one class cost me like eight hundred dollars or something like that. <laughs> and you're like that I I could have paid, you know, some site online fifty dollars for the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't accredited you know like ah hmm i, I and i and i love csu i like i uh I, I really enjoyed my time there i met some of my best best friends i i i highly uh recommend if if not like the college itself i remember i like i highly recommend living in a college town uh like right after high school yeah Just, just to get like the the like the true social aspect of college that that's something you can't replace i mean uh not not just the parties and stuff but like just 
like I, I don't know. Some some of the my my very best friends I met I met through through uh college and uh so like I can't recommend that enough, but like the actual education is kind of hmm, I don't know. Especially being in the ag ag industry, it's it's hard to recommend a four year degree for for a lot of folks that just want to go back home and like do do what they their family's been doing for a long time it's like mm, i don't know if you need a four to four year degree for that oh especially, absolutely especially for the the price well and that was that was my biggest frustration with csu personally is so i i was a double major animal science and political science <clears throat> and then oh. I, I had a minor in legal studies too and I originally started out animal science ag lit, but okay. I had like I had run for a state FFA office for two years in a row, and so the ag ed department was just too much FFA for me, and I was like, I'm done with this. Dropped it, switched it to political science, but animal science was just so unnecessarily hard, mm-hmm. and they didn't have like my mom went to CSU in the '80s. And talks about like how there is a pre-vet track and an industry track. Yeah. And, yeah. There was none of that during my four years, five years. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah. Cause I did that. There was, um, yeah. Cause it was industry concentration or science concentration. Science concentration was the like pre-vet and, yeah. um, yeah. So like the industry chemistry, like I'm, sh- I, I know you listen, have listened for a while, but so I'm sure you've heard me talk about it at some point, but my, my chemistry class for the industry concentration, which also like kind of fueled my anger. It was like, we <laughs> literally had tie dye for a lab. Uh, it was, wow. it was C one Oh three, which was, you would think C one Oh one would be introductory, uh, chemistry, but no, like they had to have a dumbed down class, but they, but it was, you know, the, like apparently you can't revise the curriculum. So you have to add on and they're like, oh, this is for the chemistry for dum dums. But it's <laughs> but it's actually a higher number than the chemistry for non dum dums. And uh, yeah, so it was C103 is, is the, the class I had to take. But yeah, literally we had a, uh, a lab that and I, I skipped that lab because um, I, I was kind of. I was very, very much anti hippie back in the day. I'm still kind of <laughs> not. I'm still not a huge fan of hippies, but uh, a little, little less uh, anti hippie than I was uh, in those days. But I was very anti hippie in those days, and um, and I had this uh, Indian lady, uh, uh, India Indian Indian lady that uh, she was a grad student that taught the class and. Um, I don't know what the food was that she ate, but you could smell it. And, uh, yeah. And she was also, she was also pregnant and I got a weird thing about pregnant women that just uh, like, I don't, I don't I've got two kids and, uh, I still don't like the pregnant belly. Like, yeah, it gives me the, the heebie jeebies. And, uh, yeah. So tied long story short, uh, I didn't feel like I needed to go to the, the tie dye lab for, (laughs) you know, all, all things compounded. I figured that was a good one to skip. Um, but that's, uh, yeah, that, that, that was the, the distinction between like pre-vet, uh, animal science and just regular old animal science. Yeah. We didn't have that. And it was terrible. 
I remember, so my, our background is like showing horses, Mm -hmm. horse training and stuff, but I've always been interested in like more of the beef industry, like, especially like seed stock stuff. Oh, and so before you, uh, not to interrupt, but like what, what, what kind of horse shows? So my mom was a big time horse trainer for the Appaloosa industry. Oh shit. Like I hate comments already. (laughs) <laughs> yep. so I've heard them all too. I bet. But <laughs> so she did that. We did that for a long time, but I just, I got super bored with it. And like my dad worked on a bunch of feedlots growing up and, um, I wanted to start showing cows, but my mom was like, no, you have to pick horses or cows. Wasn't going to tell my mother that. So, yeah, well, <laughs> What's more cutthroat, the the show steer or the the show horse? I don't, you know. I think it's like a flip of a coin, man. I was wondering. Um, steer <laughs> steer jocks are a different breed too, and and like horse. All right, all right. So there's there's horse people like your your average ranch cowboy, rodeo like like kind of small time rodeo guy, and then there's like horse people and that's like the show world and like the big time rodeo world and the racers and whatnot. And then there's horsey people. Yeah. And that's, that's like front range horse people. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And those are, those are like your Mustang rescue uh, ladies. And um, those, I I would say between them and like the show horse uh, people and the race world, they're on the same level of cutthroat, but the horsey people are just like several times more shrill than yes. uh, than uh, than the rest of the horse world. So, um, <laughs> I, I'm sure there's probably a couple other categories we missed in there, but that, that's kind of your 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 broad umbrella picture of the horse world. That's the breakdown, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there's some sane people sprinkled in there, but like even in the cowboy world, like I. Especially like the more people I, I meet uh, from from the city and like what they do and like uh, their regular average everyday life and like if you, you figure there's a lot more people like that out in the world than like what we do and you're just like hmm I, I guess maybe we are a little more insane than we like to to let on <laughs> like uh, like you kind of got to be a little bit crazy to to even delve into this this type of life anymore. It's you're absolutely correct. You know? So, um, you, uh, you, you decided on the law school route and, uh, and that led you to, uh, Denver to Capitol Hill, uh, where eventually you ran into to my old man and this whole, <laughs> this whole smorgasbord, uh, with burning daylight kind of came to a head. Uh, what, what led you to, or how, how'd you go on that path? Like, um, was it something you were just like, this will look good for, for a law school, uh, application or, or like this something you're really interested in, or you're just like a little bit of both. Yeah. So, um, since I had the two majors and, um, was not a science mind at all, I always had a pretty heavy poly siloed compared to like animal science load. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the only class that I could take that fit with live and dead that semester was a three hour legislative politics class. Oh, 
<laughs> so yeah um and so it was tough. was that was tatum still uh teaching live dead no no dang it no. you missed out tatum was a hell of a hell of a professor I'll tell you what, I missed out on a lot of good ones. There was, there's, there was a lot of turnover during my time. <laughs> uh, you probably didn't get, um, like, I fucked by Dr. Ames either. Nope, sure didn't. Um, well, you, you, you probably missed out on that, too. But, uh, <laughs> hey, you, you would have got an A, promise you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I heard, it's... heard of him, but... Yeah, he, uh, he was a good guy, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, or at least so I thought. And then like, yeah, the more the more ladies that I, I hear that got A's and. Uh, yeah, it was like, ah, that guy kind of was a he was a real big dirtbag, but he was a <laughs> I, I do. He he was a good professor, I think, um, as far as like teaching the class. But rest of it, nah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. A lot of stories they they add up after a while. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, he, he he was cool to me, but I, I imagine he'd have been a lot cooler if I had a set of boobs. That tends to help things sometimes, though, especially yeah. in the ag world. And I feel like. <laughs> yeah, you know, like men are a lot more men in the ag world, whether it doesn't matter what like uh, or like they're at least like up more upfront about being men in the in the ag world. Um, For sure. And, and some that, that could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. But yeah. Um, especially the, like the older guys, man, they were, uh, like, it was just a lot more acceptable to be, a like, uh, kind of a pervert back in the day. And I'm not, I don't mean like a deviant type, uh, but like just to be kind of a dirty old man, like it, yeah. it was a lot, like it's, it's still acceptable once you're like 70 and above nowadays, but it used to be acceptable at like 40, <laughs> you know, <Yes>. like, <laughs> it's not quite so much anymore, but <laughs> yeah no i used to bartend i bartended for a long time in downtown loveland oh yeah and the girls that i worked with would just be like oh my god he said this and that i'm like what is wrong with that like i have no problem with what he just said like yeah uh dudes are gonna be dudes and uh i don't know that see that's why i'm i'm such a, a free speech guy like just because the the quicker people get it out in the open, like the quicker you can decide, like, hey, ah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like not, not gonna be around that guy, you know, <laughs> like there, like that, that was, and from what I understand, like that, that old uh, Doctor Tatum thing was kind of a, a rumor that has been around for about twenty years before I was in college too. So, oh, <laughs> just like, yeah, just like if, <laughs> it was just kind of a common thing that that the ladies knew that if you were kind of struggling in uh in a and p you could uh you could go to office hours and show a little cleavage and you'd probably go ahead and get that that grade bumped up to an a <laughs> that's great yeah and you know like that is is it is it right no but at least he's not like hey uh it didn't go any farther than that from what i understand it was just kind of a yeah it was just like a kind of a dirty old man deal but what like it didn't <laughs> It didn't go into anything different. So like, yeah, was it right? No, but it could have been way worse. So like, like, thank God, especially like some of the shit that comes out with like the, the gymnastic coaches and. Oh, uh, for sure. Like, yeah, like there, there was none of that accusations as far as I know. And I was like, so yeah, what well, still wasn't probably wasn't cool, but 
given the time, it was probably probably just kind of standard. I don't know. More acceptable, are, for sure. Men, men are kind of gross uh, in general. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a little bit. I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, I mean, like we <laughs> we probably you know tried tried to do better than that, but like there's still like eh, I don't know. <laughs> men are men. It's it's <laughs> shit. Shit's gonna get. Yeah, they, they'll fuck something up. Prom- promise you that. <laughs> um, yeah, yep. So, so legislative. What was the class name? Legislative politics. Okay, and, and so, so how did that go? Like that. That sounds like. Uh, that sounds like a now. Like it sounds like a class I would have dreaded back in the day, but now I feel like. I, I couldn't I, I like I'd be excited for the next one, you know, like just yeah. I, I feel like that'd be a good one for me. But uh, anyway, so how, how did that go for you? It was a lot of fun. Um, so Professor Strayer was at CSU for like 40 some years, taught for forever. And so I think I was like either his last class or his second to last class. Mm-hmm. And he had had the CSU in legislative internship program for like 30 some years. And so just hearing his stories was like so much fun. Like he did like a little bit of like textbook curriculum, but it was a lot of like, well, like in this session, this is what this, this is how this bill went and here's what happened and stuff. So it was a lot of fun. Um, he sounds so that, a lot like my dad, like that, that's yeah. how, like I, I kind of want him to get to the meat of the issue, but I, I love yes. like the backstory behind it and like what made it like, and like he, he does a good job of like shaping how like something that seems like really insignificant, like why that that's a big deal. And uh, I don't know, like he, he's a unique character. He has a good way. Like he has a very vast knowledge of, of things, uh, but he has a good way of like, boiling it down to something very yeah. very simple and understandable yeah i love listening to him he's uh yeah he's something else uh don't 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 let it get to his head too much he's he's got a he's got a pretty big <laughs> ego too so i remember <laughs> i was like because so our our office building was like across the street in the state services building mm-hmm. and so i would just listen to like the ad committees on my computer Cause I was like, don't touch, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. I don't want to wear a mask. I'll just sit over here and listen. And I was listening. I was like, that sounds like Wes McKinley. And then <laughs> I like awesome. pulled it up and I like ran over to the Capitol to the old Supreme court and was like, I've got to meet him. <laughs> That's awesome. No, it, it, he, uh, he was tickled uh, to shit about that. He just like, he's like, Oh, Hey. And then it, like, now he's like, Oh, people actually do listen to your deals. So he's like, <laughs> Cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it, it was pretty cool. But yeah, he he uh, he likes attention. So the, the fact that uh, that you knew him and you knew him not from like his previous service, but just just from listening to the podcast, that 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 made an even bigger impression on him. And he was like, Ooh. so. But but it's cool because now now every time he comes on, he feels like he has to like dress it up a little bit, so he puts on a little bit more of a show. Um, <laughs> um but hey he, he uh he's an entertainer at heart he's like he's uh he's a cowboy he's been a politician he's been an activist but more than anything he just likes to entertain people and uh that's awesome yeah, yeah he was fun he's uh i don't know he 
there, there's a lot of stuff uh, I used to not agree with him on on at all, and uh, I've come way more around to his his way of thinking. And there's still things we there's some things that we really diverge on, but even more, like I'm just like hmm, he's got a point, got a point, and uh, <laughs> and he's and he, but he's also just uh, he, he's more stubborn than I am. Like I'm I'm pretty damn stubborn, but like uh, he he'll outweigh you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's uh so I don't know. There there there's something about a guy like good and bad for about a guy that just won't give to any you know, it's like when, when they're set in stone, they're set in stone and sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad, but I'd rather I don't know. At least you know where they're at. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. And that's kinda why I always liked uh there's something I always uh, admired about Bernie Sanders. Um well <laughs> Really, in, until he endorsed Hillary Clinton, that was uh, I was like, mm, I don't know about that, but but up until those that point, like I don't agree with that guy on much of anything, but I know where he's at, I know where he's coming from, so at least I understand that guy. Like you know, um, I don't know. Um, anyway, like so then, so how how did you end up uh, on on Capitol Hill? Yeah, so um, I applied to that internship program. Um, I had to wait a little bit. I wanted to do it my last semester of college Mm -hmm. because I was on the seed stock team. And at one point I was going to try and be on the horse judging team too. And then I was like, something's got to give. (laughs) I can't totally kill myself. And so, yeah, I started out um, May or spring 2020. um, And they ask you like a lot of questions like, do you want to be with like a Republican or a Democrat, which chamber, so on and so forth. I was like, I don't care. I want to be with somebody in ag though. Mm-hmm. And so I was really kind of expecting to get with Senator Sonnenberg, just kind of, you know, he's kind of from my neck of the woods and he just, I was like, that's the only ag guy that I know of. Uh, and where, probably... where, where's he's from Milliken Johnstown area or Sterling. Sterling. So okay. Yeah. Okay way out there yep yeah yeah because yeah that that's that's right like a lot of those eastern districts are only like like 30 miles north to south or something like that but they'll go from state line to front range basically yep yeah uh yeah because like that i think my dad's old district really was just the southeast corner of colorado when when he was in office but then it got redistricted and now it like it took away part of the, like, I think it was like Herefano County. And, but then it added like Elizabeth or Parker or somewhere, somewhere up there. Oh, weird. <clears throat> yeah. It was a really, it was a really weird gerrymandered district. I, well, he's, he's been Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that district always, like, every time I look at the map, <laughs> I have to like look down and then like go up because, it's like your part of the state, your old part of the state, and then over almost to the San Luis Valley, and then like up to like Morgan County. Yeah, it yeah, makes no it's sense. It's weird. See, so it used to be it was Baca, Bent, Prowers, Otero. Um, I don't think Kiowa was on. I think Kiowa was uh, was the different district, but then it was like it was Los Animas and uh, half of uh, Herefano County. Gotcha, and then. Yeah, but then, like, I think 
I forget how how it's all, but but I know there's like some shit right around Denver. Like the like, is it? It's either Parker or Elizabeth. I think it's, I think maybe, it's Elizabeth. I think yeah, I was gonna say I think it's Elizabeth because I think Parker's its own. Parker is like its own city nowadays. Like it's not just a suburb. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's wild. Like that front range area is is something else. Like oh, it's insane. Yeah, and everything they've done this year with the redistricting, I'm just like. What in the hell is this? It just like they've split up Johnstown and Milliken. Like I'm in the new eighth congressional district, and it's just it's like so just obviously gerrymandered. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's so dumb. I'm like, wow. uh, and, and like and both sides do it. Like for whatever reason, the the Republicans get uh, hammered on it more. And I think maybe they're a little bit more obvious about it. I don't know um but like yeah every time there's a there's a redistricting battle it's it's a shit show and i i yeah you, you almost like just make it i don't know i I don't even know how you fix that it's it just yeah it's a dumb thing so um sonnenberg was was the guy that you wanted to uh to 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 work for or like that's the guy you knew anyways that's just kind of who I assumed I'd end up with, <laughs> but, um, I ended up, um, with representative Catlin and so okay. he's from um, Montrose. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Republican, I assume. Republican. Yep. Big farmer. Yeah. Uh, big in the water. He like, I think runs a ditch company or like ran a ditch company and mm. then is super involved in the water users over there. Yeah. And so, that that water is a huge huge deal and i i didn't realize uh how big of a deal it was even in my my part of the world till my dad really got involved with it just yeah because like we never had any live water um in like in my county really uh since i you know i've been alive and then it's all all just been groundwater so i've just, i've always kind of made fun of like the kansas colorado deal the kansas nebraska deal the west the the western slopes even crazier because like oh then, then you're dealing with uh with california and everyone in between and yeah it, it's fucking wild yeah i like um yeah i imagine you really got kind of thrown uh, thrown into the you know like in the thick of it with that uh being being in his uh his camp yeah yeah it was a lot of fun a lot of BLM um, stuff too. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. And I well, I think what was fun at the time is I was taking sheep systems too, that mm-hmm. capstone. So it was fun to kind of like hear what he was talking about. Um, just like old sheep names and like actually learning about it in like yeah. Lavallee's class. Like it was like, oh, this is all kind of coming together nicely. <laughs> Lavallee was awesome. He was my uh, advisor uh, in that in the animal science department and um <laughs> yeah lavalley was awesome like he uh there's a lot of rumors floating around about him too and most of them probably true but lavalley <laughs> was a good dude in my book <laughs> we had lab out at our deck and obviously we went to the skeller first oh yeah and i had a case of beer in my front seat and i helped him tear down the lab and then went to start my pickup and he had to come jump my pickup. And I was just like, Hey, here's all this beer right here that I'm not supposed to have. Thanks for jumping my pickup. That's funny. 
I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. LaValle was a good dude. I, uh, that dude could <laughs> cook some lamb too. Son yeah. of a bitch. That guy could cook some lamb. Uh, like, and, and so like that, I had never had lamb at one time in my life until I, I went to CSU for ag day. And then they had that. And that's, you know, like that's the trashiest of lamb that you can get because they're, they're serving, you know, thousands of people. Yeah. So like, uh, it, it's still, it's good meat, but like they're like, it's, it's overcooked and, and, you know, it, it, it's made for a bunch of people. Uh, but it still was really, really good. Like, and like that, that's how, <laughs> that's how good LaValle was at, at, at cooking lamb. Yeah. I loved him. He was awesome. Um, What's his, uh, who was, uh, God, the guy that used to be the head of the alumni association. He was, uh, a, a, uh, animal science guy. He went to work for uh, cattle facts. Um, Oh yeah. I know who you're fields, talking about. Fields. Yeah. Um, was he still there when uh, I take it? He was, cause he used to teach, uh, teach, uh, AN 101. Yeah. So he, he was not, I had Dr. Peel. Hmm. Dr. Peel's a good dude. I've got his, I still got his number in my cell phone. I talk <laughs> to him from, from time to time. Nice. He, I, I was on the verge of failing his class and, um, I, I went to his, to his office hours. I was like, why did I get this wrong? And he's like, explain it to me. And I explained it to him like why, you know, I, I, cause I had just like a real short answer and then I explained it to him. He's like, okay, write that next time. <laughs> ah, I was like, but this also makes sense. He's like, yeah, but you don't get into why. And he's like, that's, that's the whole reason. Damn it. And he's like, yeah, you can't take shortcuts. Fuck off. All right, fine, fine. And I I ended up getting a C, but uh, like I was on the verge of just like really being fucked in his class. But uh, he's, he's a, he's a really cool guy. Yeah. I always enjoyed him. Yeah. Um, So so what was your you were you were an intern when you first got there or, or yeah. a staffer or so was that a paid position or nope internship so okay um, i was really worried they were going to make me do an ag internship and a political science internship so oh. since i connected it to ag um it got it worked itself out so yeah we but we weren't down there very long i mean we were it was like maybe a month and a half two months before covid and everything Mm. and so um so so you like you went right from college into this covid shit at capitol hill that's huh yeah that's wild yeah, I started it was it was pretty wild. Um because we they had the riots down there too. Oh yeah. 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 And so St. George. <laughs> so I uh yeah, Catlin's brought me on as an aide kind of when we came back for like we came back in person for like a week or so. What what is the the typical legislative calendars what january to may is that yeah. right yeah and then the rest of the year like you're still like if there's committee meetings and and stuff you're you're still required for that yeah. but like your general legislative sessions from from january to may 
Yep. And I think, I think everybody has to be on at least one interim committee. Yeah, I think so. Like everybody's got to have something to do in the off time. Yeah. And they don't get paid a lot. Like I remember when my dad got elected, they had just moved it from 17,000 a year to $30,000 a year or 34, maybe I think. And, and I think they've, they've raised it some since then, but they don't, they don't make a lot. No, no, not at all. And I don't think they should. Either, I don't think personally. so either. <laughs> um, yeah. Especially now, like they, they passed some shit um, like right after my dad got in, but like when he first got in, like the, the, the lobby and stuff was wide open. I mean, like, Oh yeah. Like, like they would just straight up take people to, to dinner and like I remember like drinking scotch at Brown's Palace uh with with some lobby. And my dad's like, I ain't voting shit on here, but I you know, they're 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 giving me prime rib. I'm gonna go. <laughs> and uh yeah, it was it was wild. And then they, they changed it a little bit so like they couldn't like directly lobby or something. I forget exactly how it worked, but it was uh but they 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 really clamped down. But there there's still a lot of perks to to being a, a senator or, or rep uh, rep. And yeah, there, there's ways around it. And oh yeah, yeah. It, well, so so the intern process, like like how 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 did that go before? So like you were still an intern when when the pandemic hit. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was hard. So we were, you started that January then. Yeah. So we started like a week after session started and we were down there Tuesday, Thursdays. Mm -hmm. um, And CSU would take us down in a van. And so I, a lot of people like just kind of stopped doing their internship things. Yeah. Everything shut down. But you're a real go getter. I am. <laughs> so <laughs> it sounds facetious, but I, I that's a compliment. I promise. <laughs> I get it a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I kept I kept um, doing intern things for Catlin, and then I think they were they came back in person for like um, however you say it, signee die, sine die, however you say it. Yeah. <laughs> Latin's not my strong suit. Um, but yeah, they like brought him down for like a week, maybe half a week to like kind of just do closing stuff. Yeah. And that was it. Huh. And so they were still still doing committees online and everything. Um, but I think they took like maybe a month off. I don't quite remember. Huh. But. Well, all right. So so what was your uh like when everything like shut down and uh and the world came to a stop like what 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 do you what what, what was your job then oh. yeah i just kind of helped them with like their newsletters and so okay. we did one that was like hey here's like district 58 information for like covid um hey like support local farmers and ranchers buy local hey the state's opening back up or like hey here's what everything's at yeah um it wasn't a lot <laughs> did um have you been involved in any like like any legislation that you're uh particularly proud of since you've been up there not too hands-on um 
there's definitely been some bills that my guys have passed that I've kind of like helped with that are like, cool. Yeah. I kind of helped with that, Uh, (laughs) but not nothing that really stands out. Yeah. How's, uh, how's it looking? Are, are the lefties just getting crazier, uh, in Denver? Yes. And they still keep elected. Like, is that going to change? You think that's any shift in that, uh, coming anytime soon? Yeah, so there's one race that I'm super interested to see what happens. And I just say this because I, so it's my buddy Jalen, who was an aide pretty much for as long as I was an aide. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like half black, conservative, very pro gun. And he's running against uh, basically a racist, right? Total racist, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's running against Representative Ortiz, who claims to be bisexual, yet still a Catholic and is a paralyzed veteran. So, um, <laughs> so well, well, does does the equipment work? Because I think you can claim anything if if it's if it's <laughs> if it's not an operation, you can claim whatever the hell, and it doesn't matter because it doesn't work, right? And that's, that's been my question. It's like, how do you know you're bisexual? Like, I mean, is it- <laughs> that's like God's loophole. Like <laughs> everything else about your life fucking sucks, but you can claim whatever on this issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know anything about this guy. I'm sure he's a really nice dude or lady or shim or them, Zay, yep. whatever. I'm All sure. The pronouns. I'm sure they're, they're really nice. Um, but. Yeah, that's God's loophole. That's what I'm that's what I'm going with on that. Um, <laughs> um and maybe we shouldn't put your uh your your social media <laughs> handles up on <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble now. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I like to uh post a lot of Facebook rants. My yeah. last one I actually like tagged Kyle Clark in it. So they've buried Who's know Kyle me. Clark? He is on nine news. Oh, uh, that guy. Yeah. All right. So yeah. what was the latest deal? What, what what was the rant about? Um, It was right after the Uvalde shooting. OK. And he comes on and he's like, we all know the problem. It's guns. Guns are the problem. Like. Okay, what? No, <laughs> no they're. <sighs> yeah. A guy like that with a gun is a problem. Yes. Yes. Guns yeah. are dangerous without a doubt. They're designed to be dangerous. That's the point of all of it. <sighs> yeah. There there is no other purpose for a gun than to shoot and kill somebody. Like yeah, there there's there's training purposes where you don't uh but all that is designed to shoot and kill something. Yes. That that's what a gun is for. Yes, they're dangerous. Are they evil? No. But do evil people have them? Sometimes. Yeah. Should we have, try to keep them out of their hands? Yeah. But also, like, ha, who, who's to say that? This yep. kid, all of a sudden on his 18th birthday, bought like 10 grand worth of firearms and, and ammunition and stuff. I mean, could have happened. Apparently it did. I don't know. Yep. But I know when I turned 18, I had a pickup that I maybe could have got $750 for. 
And um, I think my my graduation money was about twelve, thirteen hundred dollars. I mean, hmm, I mean, I guess I could have bought a bunch of guns and shot up a school, but I can guarantee you they didn't cross my mind. So like that 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 kid's something something different. Like like that that's not. I don't know. How do you how do you fix that? I don't have a clue. I, I honestly I don't have a don't have a clue, but getting yeah. rid of the guns is That's not how you do it. <laughs> no, that that's how you slide further into authoritarianism and Yeah. Yeah, I'm not not about that. <laughs> I just I was just so upset that night when I heard that because I'm like, you're a journalist. When I watch the news, I want to listen to the news. I don't mm. want to listen to your little liberal opinion on guns and mental health and then you just being a dick on TV. I don't that's not what I want to listen to. I, I know that's that was like my uh when when Steve Kerr went on his rant, I just I said Steve Kerr is a phenomenal actor because all right. So what what possessed you, an NBA coach, and what would most would say your biggest game of the season, seeing how it's in the fucking playoffs? You, you had to just stop everything about basketball and talk about this thing like no, nothing that you could have done would have fixed it. And um I, I just like the the narcissism to think like all of a sudden uh, people want to hear what I as an NBA coach have to say about or, or no from you know an NBA coach from the most liberal part of California have to <laughs> say about gun laws in Texas. Yeah, I don't fucking care what you have to say. I'm sure you're tore up about it. Everybody else is too. I'm sure you are, but I don't care what you have to say. Like, how'd your team do this half? Like, I think it was a halftime interview. Like, oh, how about the game that you're coaching? Like, is it weighing <laughs> on your mind that much that you have to address it during the halftime speech? Because maybe somebody else should come coach the team for you and you should go focus your, your attention elsewhere. I, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds harsh, but. God damn, I don't care what Steve Kerr, a basketball coach, has to say about a shooting in Texas. I just don't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I don't know. It's, we live in a weird world right now, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't think anybody has uh like wants to know what Matt McKinley uh has to say. And I don't I don't like referring to myself in third person either. Like I, I'm a, <laughs> I point that out. I'm not trying to do that to to be a douchebag. Like, but like I don't think anybody cares what I have to say about gun violence in the U.S. either. That's why like I could talk about it for a while, but I don't got any solutions. I don't I don't got any answers, and I sorry about all of it. That's all <laughs> I got to say. You know, I hate it. I hate it all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but also fuck you. I ain't I ain't giving up any guns. No. Yeah, like like I hate it all, but fuck it. You ain't getting my guns. <laughs> that that is my official position. You should put that on a flag. Yeah, I know. I that that's a good bumper. Yeah, hey, uh I'll give you half credits on that. Well we'll, okay. we'll go if we if we sell anything, you'll you'll get like three bucks or something. 
Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. Um, so, so that was 2020. And, uh, and, and so then like, how, how long did that, like, do you have contracts uh, for how long you were working there? Or do they just like, like, how'd that work? Um, it just kind of like, didn't, I just kind of at the end of the year was like, okay, like I kind of want to go back, I guess maybe I'll look at applying, but I was like trying to figure out with like law school and stuff too. And so, so I was like, oh yeah, like half a, half a year, like during the session, that's a good gig. And so, um, I randomly like found like on handshake or something that they were like house Republicans were hiring. So I was like, Oh, Susan, Hey, what's up? And this was like December. So what's handshake? I'm I'm going full boomer here. Yeah. It's like, I still don't really know. Um, <laughs> but it's like LinkedIn for CSU or like LinkedIn for your specific campus. Oh, so huh. yeah, All right, it's a well, little weird. Yeah irrelevant that is just that's my boomer moment of the day so um <laughs> um but anyway so so you went to work for the for the republicans yep and yep. and what was your what was your title there so then i became a legislative aide okay and so um we don't talk about it a lot but i started out working for representative hanks um i don't know that guy yeah. Um, <laughs> he is an interesting character. Um, he, did your dad serve with representative Wilson? Where's Wilson from? Salida. Maybe. 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 I, I'm not for sure. Yeah. So Hanks replaced Wilson. Um, Wilson was term limited in 2020. Okay. So, and so, yeah, let's see. My dad was term limited in 2012. So they like he might have came in right as my dad was leaving. So that sounds about right. Yeah. OK. I, I'll, I'll ask him about him, though. Like, it sounds like a, a colorful character. I really enjoyed him. He I when my internship started, I was with Wilson for like a week. Um, and he's just like. I think he's originally from Kansas. He was like a school principal and superintendent and stuff in Kansas. Oh, okay. Boom. Solid. Set in his ways. Tells it how it is. I enjoyed him. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. But Hanks was not like that. <laughs> no. No. Um, yeah. Hanks. He's a good guy. I think he's got a good heart, but he's a little too far right for me. Oh, okay. And so. Um, I started working for Senator Simpson too that year, like officially on paper, um, that session, I should say last session. And so it was super interesting to like get a little more of the Senate side yeah. and see the differences and just decorums and how things are done and dynamics. Uh, now, now, how are the, the Senate districts, uh, laid out? Uh, are you... Like, are you up on that? Because I'm not familiar exactly how that works. Yeah, so it's. They're definitely a lot bigger. So like Senator Simpson's is, I think, the biggest one in the state. It's yeah. It's like southeast corner. So kind of like your neck of the woods, like Baca all the way to. For Baca. sure, Alamosa County. Baca. <laughs> uh yeah, there's a lot of them, and they're they're yeah. still funky too. 
Yeah, but because uh, because the the representatives, there's a lot because there's what like thirty something Senate districts, and then sixty four. Um, there used to be sixty four uh, House districts. So I think it's thirty five sixty five. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, but it's weird. Like I don't know. They they it's all weird how they district it. Like especially the the Senate's. I don't I don't know. It's it's all weird, but um very weird yeah and then you realize uh like just being around that stuff like how diverse the state really is too like uh and then then you like extrapolate that onto like a state like uh california which mirrors colorado quite a a little bit except they have a coastline and then you like yeah like you like they that that colorado is California without a coastline, essentially, and uh, and just like and just how like how fucking diverse the state is, like it's it's a wonder, like anything ever got accomplished. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. And now, like it's getting well, it's it's getting easier for Denver to make the the decisions for the rest of the state, but that doesn't make it easier for the rest of the state. And that's uh, a lot of those, a lot of those front range residents don't realize like how, how their vote are, uh, affects the, the rest of the state. And there's not a lot of them out there anymore, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a sad deal. I, uh, I don't know where it goes, but I, hopefully I, I, I keep hoping maybe that, that, people come a little bit more to their senses and it seems like maybe they are, but I don't know. Maybe you can, you can correct me on it uh, a little bit. Uh, Polis was not a good governor. I'll say that right up front. Like he wasn't good, but compared to the rest of the Western U S like democratic governors. Yeah. He's by far the best of them by far. And, and and i like i nevada rural nevada fared pretty well uh because most of the the rural counties told the the state to fuck off um <laughs> but like i if if you gave me a choice of, of sislak over polis i'll take polis and like yeah. i mean it's it's a hold your note your nose vote but yeah colorado didn't have it good but they had it better than the rest of the western u.s uh you know as far as the liberal governors go so honestly though i think i think his biggest deal is he's just like trying to get a cabinet position or trying to get something you know is he gonna run kind of looks like it you know that yeah i know i you know and, and and i hate to say it but like he could be a really good like right-leaning democrat governor and and, you know like he could he could throw enough of a bone to the west slope and the eastern plains uh and and still do all the liberal gay bullshit in denver and make everybody kind of somewhat happy but like he he seems like he just like can't help himself but go like too far left yep and like i said like if if you ha- if I had like gun to my head had to pick a governor from the Western Democratic governors I'd pick Polis I think he was the best out of all of those 
but that's not that's that's not setting a very high bar. Uh, <laughs> and, and he just seems to like he has to just like every now and then has to go just a little bit too far <laughs> left where like people are already pissed off at him, get like really fucking pissed at him. Like with that 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 uh that crazy bitch that he wanted to be the state vet. Basically. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> well, the problem the problem with the little the little Polis couple is his husband, uh, especially with all that animal welfare stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like Kessler and Marlin were besties. And Marlin, with that pause initiative that they were trying to put on the ballot last year, mm-hmm. um, he was like either on the board of that organization or really good buddies with the organization. Uh. So it's I I I have a lot of issues with the first gentleman who was not the first gentleman until last March, but yeah, uh, well, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna call him that. That that's. <laughs> fuck, fuck that um but I, I will say like i just like i, I don't i don't want to give the guy too much credit because he hasn't been good but if i had to like push come to shove I, I'd, I'd pick him over over the governor i have currently but that also is not setting a high bar yeah um, so um yeah i i don't know like the the state just gets like further and further polar polarized and i don't i don't know like weld county is like really the only like power player left out outside of like liberal colorado like it's like the rest of the 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 state just kind of teams up with weld weld <laughs> county but weld weld county is the only one that has a, the biggest set of nuts to, to throw around in colorado and um i don't know like the the more and more people go to electric vehicles, like the more and more or the less and less influence, uh, you know, natural gas and shit has. And I don't know. I I I wonder what's going to happen with Colorado. I I really do. Me too. I know from what I've heard, it sounds like the Republicans have a pretty good chance to take back the Senate this year, this election in, in Colorado. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. And so um, redistricting really worked out in their favor. Okay. And so I, I'm interested <laughs> to see. I think I think that will slow a lot of it down because last year was a terrible year. Or was it yeah. 2020? No, last year was terrible. Oh, my gosh. And I think rumors from what I've, what I've heard is next year is going to be pretty bad, too. Um since it's not a big election year and everybody's coming in, Mm -hmm. Um, especially on the animal welfare front. They were pretty good this year on not attacking ag as bad as they did last year, but we'll see. (laughs) Uh, I I think that animal welfare shit's gonna, I think more and more that, that, that shit's coming to a, to an end. People like meat. That's uh, at, at the end of the day, like, they they don't want a goddamn veggie burger. They don't want a a a, a laboratory burger. They want a fucking burger. Yep. So, uh, yeah. I I'm not. I mean, I, I think we gotta we gotta stay you know stay hooked on that deal. But I'm not all that worried about it. 
especially uh that's a that's the beauty of social media like that uh that whole deal where they were they were trying to get it on the ballot uh as a referendum to to outlaw basically ai um you know palpation any of the all the stupid horse shit like that never even made it close to the ballot but i guarantee you the colorado supreme court was was reading all the social media responses as they as they were making their decision and um yeah so like and even though that issue is not quite dead um that i think i think we're in a good spot where like all, all it takes is somebody like hey look at this these guys are idiots and you know shit goes viral and um you have a lot of pull at the at the state and local level uh, people don't realize that and and the the squeaky wheel gets greased and and you know the ag community is not one to bitch but we've got to start bitching more or yeah. we're we're gonna get run over absolutely like we, that we have uh for a long time and and you don't have to bitch for for help you just gotta like bitch when your rights are trampled on like that that's that's what it takes it's like hey no you can't do that you can't do that and and a lot of times, if, if enough people stand up, they just they're like, all right, well, all right, fine, we can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think, it, I don't know, I think it'll be interesting to see kind of what pans out from that. I think, I think with the pause initiative, they were kind of trying to like flex their muscle and see if they were, if they were going to get away with it or mm. which one would they have a better chance of getting away with. The slaughter thing's not going to happen. That's not realistic when you've got JBS and Cargill and everybody here. Yeah, I'm, well, Monfort was like, I mean that that's a cornerstone of the American beef packing industry. Like, yeah, they, they were the only ones like outside of Omaha and Kansas City and Chicago. It was Monfort's. Uh, they're they're in Greeley, and uh, like they're they're not going anywhere. Like, no. and that that then they're really. As much as I hate the Packers, like they're the biggest thing rooting Colorado in agriculture is is the packing industry. Absolutely. And, and um, and I and it pains me to say that. So like as much much as I hate those sons of bitches, like you gotta, you still gotta <laughs> keep them operational. Yeah. Like you gotta keep them honest, but like you can't you can't bankrupt them. Yeah. So I I wouldn't be surprised if something similar to like the AI section of that ballot initiative comes back next year. Yeah. But as a bill, not as a ballot initiative. Oh, okay. Um, I know. And on the flip side of that this year, the Democrats from Boulder um, <laughs> ran a bill trying to outlaw the hunting of mountain lions and bobcats and lynx. And literally everybody except one sponsor took their names off of it because people were so upset. No shit. I think that might come back as a ballot initiative next year too. Huh? Well, (laughs) well, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to stay in touch and, and like keep people updated on that deal. So, um, yeah, because they can, that's one of those things they can sneak that shit by on a ballot initiative. Pretty, pretty easy. Uh, and especially with some fancy wording where it sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that'll, that'll be something to to keep an eye on. Um, 
so so what where are you where are you headed from here like you uh are you going to law school are you gonna continue to work down uh, on the hill or uh are you going just like right into the books i don't quite know yet um i have to you know, probably figure it out pretty quick <laughs> um I've been I've been toying with the idea of like still staying down at the Capitol, but staying on the Senate side, especially like if we take back if the Republicans take back the majority. Mm-hmm. I think that would be super cool to see and experience. Um, but I also really am trying to get like a policy job that's like I, ideally going to like lead to lobbying. OK. I think probably my end goal is to start like an ag lobbying firm and have like a water guy, a livestock guy, kind of all of the facets. So, or I'm going to go to law school. I don't know yet, but it'll all at some point come back to like ag policy. Right. on. Uh, well, I think so. that's important though. I, I mean, well, not, not that I think, but I know that's important. And so it's, it's good to see, to see that. And, um, uh, yeah and also like stay hooked because like you're 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 diving headfirst into the swamp and it's a swamp everywhere um yeah and it's one of those things just like uh you can't you can't jump in the swamp without coming out a little bit swampy and uh you're just like ah oh i i like keep your head on your shoulders you know for sure remember yeah. where remember where you come from because that's uh yeah that uh that lobbying's a dirty dirty fucking business yeah, yeah. you know it firsthand and 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 i i i know it you know first and a half hand i wouldn't say second hand i was i was present for some of that shit but i <laughs> like i wasn't i wasn't party to it and yeah like that, that stuff's dirty and uh it's uh so yeah good good luck to you on that i like you got to have people good people in those positions but man yeah be careful yeah it's a lot but you know last year like i love the ag lobby and i love everybody but it's just like some point we gotta like stand up a little stronger and i don't know if that comes from like organizations like farm bureau and cattlemen oh i yeah i'm so over associations me too because they've just done fucking nothing it's the same way i feel with with political parties and and i feel the same way like i'm i'm a registered actual card carrying member of the libertarian party and I feel the same way about them as I do the Democrats and the Republicans. I think they're all a fucking joke. Yeah. Um, and I'm just disgusted by the whole process. And but at the same time, like I, I don't even want to get involved because uh, I don't want like more than anything, I don't want my family drugged through the mud just so I can get a job that doesn't pay as well as I got right now and <laughs> I got a lot more headache. You know? Yeah. For sure. And so, like, it just, like, there's a reason politics attracts a certain type of people. And, uh, oh, they're gross. (laughs) (laughs) Did you end up making it to, like, the Libertarian Convention? 
I, I didn't make it to the convention. I went to uh, I went to the the comedy show and the podcast for Dave Smith, and uh, but I got a pretty good vibe. The like that that Mises Caucus swept everything there at at the convention, and there was some fights and whatnot, like uh, like you know like metaphorical fights, what literal fights. But the <laughs> former the former president did um like pull a soccer foul and was like hey he brushed me security um but so there was some drama that that went on but uh for the most part uh dave smith's crew like cleaned house and so like i'm i'm really intrigued to see what like the the libertarian national party brings to the table now like now that and they changed their platform like they took all the social justice bullshit out Nice. Uh, they took the the pro choice plank out, and they didn't replace it with uh, with pro life. They just left it blank. And uh, and and there's several other deals where they're just like, no, we we are we're not we're not getting into the bullshit of the culture wars. We're getting into like, no, you can't lock people down. You can't do this. We are shrinking the size of government. And uh, apparently they're focusing on uh, city council, county commissioners uh, and school board. So nice. uh, I like I'm, I'm intrigued to see where where it turns out. 2024 is shaped up to be a fucking crazy year in politics. I, I yeah. and I don't like I think I think 2022 is going to be a big year for the Republicans, but they're going to do nothing with it like they always do. Exactly. And so 2024, I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. Well, I hope I hope the libertarians like definitely get some growth. Yeah, I, I hope <laughs> I, I don't think they're ever going to be a majority party ever. Yeah. But I'd like to see them get 15, 20 percent here and there and, and yeah. keep keep the Democrat and the Republican candidates honest at the very least. Like be able to call their bullshit and be able like, Hey, I can swing this election. And, and, and that's so it'd make your, your Democrat that uh, candidates better. It make your, your Republican candidates better. And, and, and hopefully like you just like keep building the, like the local base and, and pretty soon libertarian is going to be uh, like, you know, either Republican or Democrat is going to be the third party. And, uh, I hope that's the, you know, that's, that's a long-term goal, but, um, but I, I really wish I would, uh, I would have made it there. It just, God damn, the, the, the inflation and the gas prices, it it is cut a lot into the paycheck here the last couple of months. Like it, it, like I I knew it was coming, but like, it doesn't hit until it hits. And then you're like, fuck. I put 150 bucks in the, in the tank and I'm not even full. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, just, just a couple months ago, it was 45, you know? Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, God damn that, that shit. That hits you. So I, so we didn't, we didn't make it over. Uh, but like, you know, the, the, there, there was a definite energy around everything. Uh, at the at those comedy shows you know and and, and that, i i really wasn't even all that impressed uh particularly with uh like the live podcast because it was just too much inside baseball 
Um, uh, but it, but it, you could just, you could feel the energy like it, the nerdiest fucking group of people I've ever seen in my life though. Like <laughs> so much autism. That's funny. I love that. Yeah. It, it, it was, uh, yeah. Like when I, like I'm arguably the, one of the coolest people there that that's, uh, <laughs> that that's a, that's a, yeah, there, there was a, there was a lot of just like really shifty, nervous guys <laughs> floating around but it, it was cool but there 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 was definite energy uh, and uh yeah i I'll, I'll be i'll be in, interested to see how uh how they push the message from from here on out but they 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 did there was a clean sweep and um yeah there there, there was a lot of there was a lot of autistic energy behind it so whether <laughs> that trend whether that translates to anything big, I don't know, but <laughs> I love that. Um, well, let's see. Uh, where where do you? We'll, we'll go a little bit more. If you got a, I don't know, like another half hour, we'll do uh, we'll do a, a Patreon only segment just uh, for for the CSU nerds. Like we'll 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 delve <laughs> into like the good bar stops and and whatnot. Um, but before that, um, what, what, what do you, how do you, how do you see Colorado going and, um, like, how, how do you, how do you see this? Uh, I don't think we're talking about it enough, uh, but this like wheat shortage in Ukraine is going to be a big freaking deal come this, this fall. Um, and Eastern Colorado is a big wheat producing part of the, the country. And there's no rain. <laughs> like, yeah, there's none. Yeah. Like the, the wheat crop is, is not good. And, um, yeah, like we're, we might have like a real food shortage here, here pretty quick. And I don't know if we're, we're prepared for that. Uh, how, how's, uh, is there any sort of alarm from like the from the governor's office and on down or like it's just business as normal? There's none. Um, the most that I'm hearing, um, one of my girlfriends works at the grain elevator and eats mm-hmm. or Wiley, one of the two. Yeah, <laughs> I get them all confused down there. <laughs> yeah, well, Eads and Wiley, there's no need to really remember anything about them. They're on 287. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I get most of my information on that from her and she's just like, it's crazy. Like that nobody's talking about this. Like everybody's pretty scared. I mean, there's no water fertilizers out the roof. Yeah. But, I mean, your dry land guys are just kind of like shit. Right. What do well, I do? This is what my dad's been saying too, is like, like it's not getting wetter and you just, they, they just keep pumping more and more, uh, water out. And, and and then for the wrong fucking crops, like now we need wheat, like we don't need corn. We don't need soybeans. We need wheat right now. Cause, uh, like there, there might be a famine in Eastern Europe, uh, by the end of the year. Yep. And, um, yeah, that, that, like, I don't know, like, Oh, like you're, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're, 
like where you grew up, that was kind of on the like the northern edge of the the Dust Bowl. But like I'm sure, like you grew up hearing those stories of uh of like when when times got real tough. Like yeah, yeah. I I think we're coming back to that. Uh, and now like I, I I've been so so far into this Dust Bowl research here lately, but. <laughs> Like the big deal behind all of it, like not only did they want to settle the the Great Plains, but Russia was at war and and also at civil war. So the wheat crop, the wheat crop didn't get harvested uh, during World World War One. And there was a big push to and that's when they plowed up the Great Plains. And and it was a it was a farmer's market the whole time. until the war ended and they didn't need all like, and then, you know, Russia and Ukraine started producing wheat again. Um, and, and then they just like piled wheat up next to the, the railroad tracks and it rotted there. Um, and that, that was all leading up to the thirties when the drought hit and yeah, it was a, it was a bad deal. And now like, we don't even have that, the we don't have the the great plains which was never plowed before we don't have that like it's all been plowed before and and it's been irrigated for for 80 years and uh (laughs) there's nothing there like so we can't even ramp up production so like i got it like that that uh like there could be a legit famine in europe uh that this winter and uh, we won't feel it, I don't think. I think we're we're good enough here. We're isolated enough, but like there's gonna be shortages. Like we won't have the starvation type shit. But like Europe, especially Eastern Europe, they might. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, now I don't. I know for like kind of my neck of the woods up here, it's not as much of like the drought that's the problem. Is the fact that they're developing all the freaking good farm mm-hmm. ground. It's mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. And, and they're paying like four, four or five times over uh, market price for it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then selling the water rights to Denver or Westminster or whoever the fuck else that, that needs them. And uh, yeah. yeah. No, it's crazy. And I mean, I understand like why they're freaking out, but it's like, you don't need to be watering your lawns. No. No, you know. like you don't, it doesn't, if everybody's uh, lawn is brown, what makes yours any worse? <laughs> you know, like exactly. just, re- just know that like it's a tough year and everybody's lawn's going to be brown. It's going to suck. You might have to work harder next year when it finally rains, but that's how <laughs> it is. Like we, we need water to survive. Yep. So fuck, fuck your lawn, you know, fuck your yep. golf course, you know, like suck it up if you don't get the pga tour this year i I don't care but but like no just we don't have the water like that that's the thing you just like there's certain things where you can only stretch them so thin but like what we're we're in we're on the verge of turning the great plains into the sahara just yeah absolutely like that you know the the sahara used to be a uh like a tropical paradise and now now it's the biggest desert in the world and yeah we're we're t- literally on the verge of turning the great american desert into a literal great american desert and uh, i don't even know where we like where we start 
For sure. I mean, yeah. Your livestock got to have vegetation to eat and water needs vegetation needs water to grow. And yeah, I know there, there wasn't a clearer sign for God to say like, Hey, you shouldn't have put a plow here. I don't know what there is. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, just let the grass grow. What a concept. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's wild. Um, Anyway, I, this has been a fun conversation. I enjoy the shit out of it, but we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do a, a CSU only episode here for the Patreon, but, uh, you got anywhere they, you want people to follow you or are you good? I mean, my Instagram's pretty much the only exciting thing. So. All right. Where, where they find you? Um, it's Reagan OD underscore nine seven. Uh, I think, hold, hold on just a second. Where's my mouse? I, I, I got it pulled up. Not not your your page, but I got the I got your handle. <laughs> there we go. All right, Reagan OD underscore ninety seven. Well, I appreciate your time. Um, sounds like you're doing good work out there. I I, I hope the best for you. You're uh, you're entering a, a really really stinky world. So yeah, <laughs> good, good luck. Good luck, but um, I'm gonna need all the thoughts and prayers I can get for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, you want to sign us off? Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Um, move your ass. We're burning daylight. Boom! I like <laughs> it. I like it. News running wild on the TV screen, repeating shit that I've already seen. People pulling fingers, taking no kind of blame. But when it rains, it pours. Ain't you doing the same? Oh shit, it reciprocates. Tell me that ain't the truth in this case. You need to leave on him to send you back in the grammar school. The cavalry is headed your way. But me, I'm a tiger, Robert the man. Forgive me for my sins and what I Sam.